brother. How you? Good, good. Yeah, man. I'm. Uh, it's a. It's a pleasure to have you on here, bro. No, man. It's an honor for me to be on here with you. You know what I'm saying? I take that. Yeah. I take know, that, bro. You making me speak to the world, and I don't even do that, really. Yeah, right down. You know what? Uh, it's crazy, man. I was. Uh, I was scrolling through your page the other day, and uh, I was like, bro, I didn't really see many pictures of you. Yeah, I yeah. I just see it just work, work related. Yeah. The stuff you tapped in with, and it's like, but I get it though. You. I think like uh, a couple artists. Let's just talk about the weekend. Right. Like when he first came out, I thought it was a group. Yeah. Because you didn't see it, but I think what it does is let you fall in, it make you fall in love with what they do or what you're hearing. Yeah. Versus what you physically see. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's how I feel about it. Is you know, the blessing and the, the gift that God gave me is is not about the physical me. It's about you know what God allows people to see that I put out to the world and um. It gives people a chance to, like you said, fall in love with what they see and not even realize who's behind it. You know what I'm saying? And then, the, the, you know, the mystery of it is like, who is it? And then you find out that it's a black male and, you know, he looks like me. Yeah. And into the things that I do, it'll really throw you off because you're not even thinking that a person brain that looks like me could be this, put this out to the world yeah. and don't even look like me. Because people think, you know, what they see is the same thing that that person is, and it's, it's, it's not. It's yeah. like when people see you, they're stereotypical, say, oh, yeah, you a tattoo artist? Because you got a lot of tattoos. Mm -hmm. But uh, mind you, if you told people you was a neurosurgeon. You know what? A lot of surgeons and, and doctors have, they got they got full sleeves, bro. Yeah. They tatted up. Yeah, that's my new thing now. When people see me, they say I'm a rapper. They're like, so what do you do? I say I'm a neurosurgeon. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just to throw them off and, and yeah. you know. That's really what it and is. And they don't even know what you, they don't even know what that is. Hey, right. I, I don't even know what that is. Neurosurgeon deals with the brain. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nervous systems and stuff like that. I had to I had to teach myself that so when somebody asked me what I did, <laughs> I could tell them, like, yeah, I'm a brain. You yeah, know? This, yeah, this is so, what I do. I'm a brain doctor. Yeah. And sorry for the brain neurosurgeons if I'm misdiagnosing the job title, but you know, <laughs> it's just all in joking matter. Nah, I get it, man. Well uh you know, so first, you know, I do want to, uh, every, 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 uh, ink therapy episode, bro, I like to give people their flowers, bro. Uh, so I definitely want to give you a flowers, bro. Like we, we, we cross paths on, on numerous occasions. Every time we cross paths is love, bro. Yeah, right. Um, I love, I love seeing everything that you're doing, bro. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just big on people being who they are. Yeah. And I yeah. think like when, when you cross organic people in life, like you yeah. hold on to those people because right. it's. It's everything is so personified and every, with social media, yeah. everything's so ego, fake. Yeah, yeah, yeah ego yeah. driven. And yeah. It's, it's hard to find like things that are organic or people that's organic. So when you do come across those people that's living in that truth and like yeah. on the platforms, like you create now, like, yeah. bro, I just, I want I, I, I applaud you for that, bro, everything that you're doing. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess my, you know, how I was raised is what made me where I am. You know what I'm saying? It's like what you see. If you ever saw me on social media, it's the same person that you see in real life. The things that you see of me, it's the same thing or maybe more in real life. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's not it's not a catfish going on with me. Yeah. You know, it's like what you see is really what you get. And I'm going to show everybody, every man, woman, respect to the best of my ability. Yeah, as, you as know? we should. And I yeah. think that's that's how humans should be, bro. Humans should... You, you, should you, you don't know how people's day is going. Right. What, what, how, if they had a good day, bad day. Right. Uh, I, I try to give people compliments, bro. Right. Like, uh, and it'd be random people too. It's like, mm -hmm. you know, I see an old lady, how you doing, little mama? You know what I'm saying? It's like, 
if that could make a person smile, uh, even, you know, a guy just, you know, just having a day. It's like you could feel that energy. You, you feel know, it, bro. Yeah, you could be like, hey, man, however you feeling, it's all right. You know what I'm saying? Just make sure that you live the next day to get through it and understand that everything is temporary felt. Yeah. You know, that's why I tell everybody. And as long as you, as long as you got life, bro, you got opportunity. Yeah, that's it. Because you, you can change it, you can make it better. Yeah. Because um, you, you can't come back once you're in it. Ain't no reset. It ain't no reset. We, we get this thing one time. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm big on just, you know, the impression that I leave on people. Uh, I, I want to leave a good impression. I want people when they, I want people when they, when they see me, I want them to remember me how, however they saw me, bro. Good right. energy, good light, right. helpful, whatever right. comes to mind or whatever. But if anybody ever say they got a problem with me or yeah. you're going to question that person. Yeah. Like, cause they, if you know me, you know, right. like, yeah, nah, Cali but, don't even move. But me, even yeah. if. You know, like I tell people all the time, I never speak bad on nobody because it's the reason why my interaction with that person probably and probably would not be the same with you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and, you know, we live in the days of we could just speak about black men. We have this thing called ego. I tell any man that, you know, at the end of the day, every situation will be talked through. If you got respect for yourself as a man, bro, if somebody has not touched your family member or anything outside of that, if it's just words, Hey man, we could disagree and still be respectful to each other. Yeah. And we could just go home about our day. And if it's really that frustration, let's do what real men could do. Yeah. Get inside a box, put some boxing gloves on. Let's box it out. Whoever win that day, cool, bro. But guess what? You go home to your family. Yeah. I go home to mine. And if we feel like boxing every time we see each other, let's do it. Let's, let's do it, man. Fuck it. Like, you know, I, I get that though, bro. And it's like, uh, you know, I, I talked I talked about before about um about being one with self. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when you being one with self, like, you don't allow what people say or do to control yeah. how you feel. You yeah. control how you feel. Yeah. Somebody come to you and say something and, and it throws you off or it fuck up the mute, your yeah. mood or whatnot, that person controls you. Yeah. So I'm I'm the big advocate on, like, no, I control me. I control how I feel. Yeah. And like you said, I, I like I really just like that you even said that, bro, just yeah. talking about, you know, just letting your ego down yeah. and say, hey, bro, we could talk this out. Like, it, yeah. ain't, even, it ain't even that. Yeah, I, I mean, that's the that's the superpower that I think that I have grown and taught myself is not having that ego. You know, two things in life could be de detrimental to a person is your ego and emotional decision. I have never heard somebody make an emotional decision that worked in their favor. Damn, that's true. I've never seen it. You yeah, know. when you when you react and, and when we you react and move off emotions, bro. Yeah, and don't nothing really good come from yeah. it. Yeah, it, it doesn't. It Friendships, doesn't. relationships, like business. Yeah, you know you got it's it's you need to separate and uh and it's just about understanding, bro. And I think, but a lot of the, a lot of the things come with um with communication with when it comes to two people or yeah. a group of people communication. And yeah. I think our this era of people lack communication. Yeah, like a lot of people are. You so people so worried about what somebody else thinks about them or how they're gonna take it. But it's like you could just word things a certain way. Yeah. If you know a person, you learn a person, you kinda know what they react to, what they don't react yeah. to. And it's like uh, I think my biggest thing on like learning people and understanding people is uh even when it comes to me, like don't judge me by me. Yeah. Judge me by my actions. Yeah. Judge me how I react to things. Right. And I and that's I pay attention to that. Like I'm yeah. a, I watch people and I I, I could just see all the most like Okay, I can't come to them like this, and I yeah. can, you know, just figuring it out, yeah. just understanding people. Yeah, and and that works through business. It works through, you know, I mean, I have daughters, so you know, it, it helps. You know, even how you talk to your 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 bloodline, 
You know what I'm saying? But then it goes in back into, like you said, how people look at you when they think about you. It's like, we need to live in a time of not in the moment and building a legacy. You know, I tell people, I don't live to die. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I live to live forever. And so that means when I'm physically not here. But that's flipping the narrative. Yeah. Because, you know, we grew up and we hear Tupac. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Saying, you know what I'm saying? Why, why am I dying to live when I'm just living to die? Yeah. Yeah. And Tupac is my favorite artist of all time, actually. You know, and um, but I tell people, man, you leave a legacy so your kids and your grandkids can live off of your name as the Kings and and Malcolm X and, you know, Louis Farrakhan. And, you know, when you hear those names, you gain, you, you give that respect every time. You know, and at the end of the day, you know those names stand for something. And people got to understand, man, that we got to live for something. I mean, from the way that we, you know, present ourselves through social media. I hear people all the time, oh, social media is just for fun. No, you putting something out there for the world to dictate you for the rest of your life. Yeah. So, and a lot of stuff I feel like on social media is um, everything is perception. Yeah. You know, so I think, so perception precedes reality. Yeah, so, but perception is lies, too. Yeah. So you it's know. like you can make... People see people's Instagrams and they see certain things, but in reality, like it's all falsified yeah. and it's a highlight reel. Yeah, it's a, this a lot of time don't really be their lives or yeah. what they do. Like I, uh, I went, I went somewhere to eat today, and uh, and while we were while we were eating, one of the things we talked about was like, yeah, I don't, I don't see you posting a lot of the stuff that you do, and I don't. Yeah, because I'm not here to flex. I'm not yeah. here to show my lifestyle, bro. I'm living in whatever that is I'm living in. Right. Now, if I get video footage of it, that's for me. Yeah. If I want to share it, I can put it on my close friends. But yeah. it's, I'm not here to flex or like or like do this. But a lot of the, which we see on social media, it is it's all about perceptions. But what you put out, what you get back. Yeah, and 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 you know that's the scary part too about life when you say that because as I got older, I realized you know I tell people when you get older, you become softer. You feel everything. You know what I'm saying? So when I'm looking at social media, man, and I'm seeing how my brothers are presenting themselves, how our black women, well, how our women, period, are presenting themselves, it's very sad because it's no truth. There's no, there's no legacy of partnership. It's like women are putting themselves out there to be disrespected and it's glorified. And then men being materialistic that our women are not respecting the men. So now we have this, this thing of like, we're not coming together to say we're gonna be married for 50 some years. You know what I'm saying? We only, we only together for that moment where I could get whatever I want out of you mm -hmm. or whatever I feel like this materialistic thing that you're presenting, that I could get that and then I'm moving on to the next. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think a lot of people, if they fall in love with, with what they see yeah. or like or what you are. Yeah, um, they're they in love with the idea. Yeah, the idea of you. Yeah. Versus somebody actually getting to know you. Yeah. And I think that's why like a, I think that's why a lot of relationships fail. I think of course I think a lot of relationships fail based off um influence. Yeah. About, you know, what you're surrounded by, what you see. That that goes just in life in general. You know, yeah. we're all influenced by something, yeah. whether you realize it or not. Yeah. You know, everything comes from influence, like when it comes to fashion, how we talk. Yeah. Just it's all influenced by somewhere. So, you know, you you see your friends doing all this single shit and whatever, or or you see your your homegirl she she got this this she dating this guy he giving her this now you want that or yeah. you, even if you don't know the person you look on Instagram you see this relationship going yeah. like that I want that couple yeah. goals yeah but it's and like then, bro like you set your own goals yeah yeah and, <laughs> and that's the thing you know I tell people all the time is like my friends my, me and my closest friends we don't look alike I'm the only one covered in tattoos 
mm-hmm. right? My friends, they go to clubs. I don't go to clubs. I go to museums. You know what I'm saying? Like, my friends, you know, they smoke their hookah and all of that stuff, and they drink alcohol. I don't do none of that. Yeah. I collect old schools. <laughs> I drive my old school cars. Yeah. And I just chill out. You know what I'm saying? And, and I invest my time and my legacy for my daughters and my foundation. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I tell my friends, you know, and I tell everybody, we got to talk about conversations of, like, I have a will and a trust. You know what I'm saying? So if something happened to me, my daughters would never have to worry about nothing. Then I have a dynasty trust. Yeah. Meaning is my grandkids is going to live off of what I set up for my daughters for their kids. So that's the cool part in it, like having your health insurance. And yeah. I have more fun knowing that I'm paying for health insurance and life insurance policies than anything else. I don't need nothing else. So you know, I respect that. Yeah, man. it's like the priority of things. I, I, yeah, because when know. a lot of a lot of people pass away, you know, the the debt and you know the life, like funerals are expensive, bro. Yeah, they yeah. they're not cheap. Yeah, and, and that's nowhere, what, nowhere near. So think about this here: when I pass, my funeral is already done. You know what I'm saying? You want a funeral? Uh, you want to be cremated? No, nah, I don't want to be cremated, and I don't want to be buried on the ground either. I have this thing: I just want to just be on top of the earth. I don't. Re- I I didn't come into this world underground yeah so i don't put me under that i don't know who invented that cool y'all can leave that to them but you know i went to i went i, I was leaving new orleans one time bro yeah and, I, and i'm driving to, I'm, I'm riding in the uber to the airport and i see the big cemetery and i'm yeah. and i but you see the found out that they're all above ground yeah. and but listen that looks king that looks godly though. yeah you don't say that my kids still could walk into uh, I, and i love black so everything i own is black and i and i and i could share this because i just want this to educate other people you know I already got my tomb already built out it's all black that's crazy you know what I'm saying so when my daughters know if you see me in the cemetery you know that all black one is me that's always been my legacy though yeah every time I see you I'm black yeah it ain't gonna change you know what I'm saying it's, you know it's, it's it's my reasons for it but it's positive things but it's like you know it's cool but I tell anybody it's like that's what we need to parade on social media yeah your yeah. legacy we yeah, gotta educate right. each other, bro. Educate. We got to, bro, because I think we we as we as man, bro, like humans, black man. Uh, yeah. Like this, just talk about just coming up. Like our our parents, a lot of time weren't in a position, brother, to educate us on a lot of things. Oh yeah. 100%. We don't know financial literacy. Uh, we don't know how to how to. It's a lot of things we just don't know, right. and we also in a I think in a space of just as. Let's let's say I'm a tattoo artist, yeah. and I and I and I meet a young coming inspiring tattoo artist. I want to come tattoo. Um, the most people, if somebody's in the same position with you, yeah, they're they're afraid to put them on, put them in position, help them out. But in, in reality, it's not supposed to be like that. right. But you got to understand this too. That's the ego. Of somebody's insecurity. Yeah. So I don't have no insecurities. Anybody that is around me. For my little brothers and them, I put them on game. I put them 100% in it to pass me. That's part of your legacy. That's your family tree. That's, that's, that's your that. legacy. You know what I'm saying? So I tell anybody, it's like, you can't be, you can't be a team player if you, you, know, you don't. You've got this fear of um, not passing the ball when you know that you don't need to take that shot. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I tell people that all the time. I say, you know. I was an athlete. A lot of people don't know that. Like, I played football all the way through college. I was an All-American track star and all of that stuff. And I learned 
when to be an individual, but then also be a team player. Yeah. And that's anything. You got to separate it. Got to separate it. So, you know, you be, people, we got to leave that ego alone, thinking that if I put the game on to somebody else that I'm going to lose. No, you actually, as you get older, you're making your legacy in your world. Yeah. You, 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 and it's because whatever they build, it's a part of you. Yeah. You look at Drake and Lil Wayne. Yeah. Drake still praises Lil Wayne to this day. Still to this day. You know, like I, when I signed my record, it's crazy, bro. When I signed my record deal, when I did music, uh, I Sylvia Rome signed me. Oh. You know, and yeah. I and I and I came up listening to Drake rapping about Sylvia Rome yeah. and how she didn't sign on and stuff. And yeah. I'm like, damn, that's crazy. Sylvia signed me and did sign Drake. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's, you know, that's nuts, yeah. bro. Like, but uh, man, it's just the journey, bro. Life is yeah. about the journey. Yeah, you know? and and you know, when people see me, man, you know, the world really. They know me as, I guess, for 15, almost 15 to 20 years, I was a part of music history of styling almost every amazing artist that ever come out of Atlanta. Yeah, name, you know? name a few. Man, let's say. Let, let these people know a little about your, little okay. your history. We're going we're gonna to start from the legends. All of them are legends in my eyes, but we're going to start. We're going to go reverse. So let's go from Jermaine Dupree, still to this day, my brother Ludacris. Jeezy, Two Chains, Titty Boy, you know, Dollar Player Circle, mm. um, Bobby Valentino, Lord, um, and I'm just thinking of Atlanta right now. Um, Trinidad James, um, Don Cannon, DJ Drama, um, oh God, hold on, Rich Homie Quan, um, Domingos, um, Lil Baby, um, Lil Yachty, um, bruh. I, I, I got to still. You touching Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, I, I can keep going, but my brain is. Bobby Valentino. It's on the spot. That's uh, I'm trying to think. Um, man. Oh, man. It's, 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 it's crazy. Jacquees. I'm just, I'm just, yeah, it, bro, it's so many people. You know, KP, you know what I'm saying? TI. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Jeezy, if I repeat these guys again, but um, I've been blessed to say that. Atlanta took me in, and I have made history with Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, prime example like this here. I told my brother Trinidad James is here. When we did GQ Magazine, bro, GQ Magazine never let a stylist from the South style anybody in GQ Magazine. Wow. They never had a rapper into GQ Magazine to Trinidad James. He was the first? He was the first rapper. Damn. Then after that, you start seeing ASAP Rocket. Then after that, you yeah, start seeing... Yeah, I definitely start seeing yeah. ASAP. And yeah, so in one year, bro, I had August Al Senior, Trinidad James, Rich Homie Quan, all of my clients on XXL covers. You know what I'm saying? And and to see that, and then coming from the South, people don't know, like, I'm from Miami, Florida, I'm from Carroll City. So for me to come from that, to come to Atlanta, yeah. and make all my legacy in Atlanta, the city adopted you. Yeah, 100%. My closest friends are from the south side of Atlanta. <laughs> from the real south side of Atlanta. It's like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Day Day, my boys. Day oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you know, Zay, everybody, you know what I'm saying? All my people, man, is these young men that, that live in Atlanta that's really still doing their thing, man, that, you know, the world probably would never, you know, get to hear their stories, but... They took me and shout out to the OG Bear. You know what I'm saying? There's like a lot of good people. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That I could just call and any day that pull up on and be there for. So yeah, and they they they, I've I've, I've crossed paths with with them, man, bro. It's yeah. genuine love, genuine love with Daddy and them all the yeah, time, all the time, every all the time. every single time. And it's yeah. like 
But that type of energy, bro, is like you always remember. Like, yeah. yeah. So always. if anything ever be sideways with them, you hear something, you know that person. Yeah. So you know yeah. like how, yeah. like nah, nah, nah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just know how to, how to, how to go about certain situations. Uh, so like, how, how did you get started in a like uh, styling and fashion and like? Yeah, so man, I tell everybody, man, my story is I got struck by lightning. So just, just I'm gonna speed it up as fast as I can. So, I was in North Carolina playing football um, in college. I went to Livingstone College at HBCU. Um, just like every young black man wanted to be in the music business. Luckily, you know, I got an OG godfather by the name of John Monopoly. You know, that everybody knows that managed Kanye West, you know, has so much light in Chicago history from with Virgil Don C, you know, my guy Zoe, all of these guys from Chicago. And this man, you know, he took me up on his his wing. I started a college rep program for his company called Hustle. So he had like Shauna, he had everybody. I man. remember Shauna. Yeah, yeah. So fast forward, I was interning at a uh, radio station in in Charlotte called Power Ninety Eight with my guy Tank. Okay. And Tank cousin is Shaka Zulu. Man, how Shaka? He's great. He's great. Man, that's a Superman man. So man. you know, yeah, I he's great. So. Shaka, I remember my first day at the intern at Power 98, a lot of people don't know this. I was in the orientation. I'm like, man, why artists like Ludacris and nobody never come to this small city like Charlotte? Bruh, two hours later, Ludacris walks in. No lie. Shaka walk in, tank, like, yeah, this is my cousin Shaka. You know, he managed Ludacris. I used to always hear, but then you hear it. So, yeah. man, I, so basically I walk Chris and Titty Boy, two chains, everybody know him now, back to their car and, you know, over time, I started going back and forth to, you know, Atlanta with my man Tank. And John, you know, Manop, you know, gave me an opportunity to work with one of his artists out of Charlotte to get him some clothes. And then Shaka gave me a chance to style Luda. And, man, I still was in college playing football, bro. I got a check for $5,000 one day, bro. I was like, I went to a mall for an hours. I say, oh, bro, I'm from the streets. Oh, this like the streets. Bruh, hands down, Ben Coles was my wide receiver coach. You know, legend um, in the NFL and stuff. I went to him one day, I said, bruh, I'm stop playing football. Mm. I let my football career go, my senior year. And I started just styling. I taught myself the whole business. When I started styling in 2001, no, 2002, the internet wasn't around. Like I could tell people all the time, when I did Music Soul Child album, on my radio album, he found me on MySpace. Man, MySpace used to be. Yeah, yeah. We, man, when I did music, bro, we, we, was, we was top two worldwide on MySpace. That's hard. Behind Soldier Boy. That's hard. And and so independent, like no nothing. Oh, and yeah. I, but I didn't. I'm, I'm a kid, bro. Yeah. I yeah. didn't know what to do with none of that. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> and so I saw the styling man, and it and it just took off, man. I didn't know nothing about fashion. I was an athlete and a kid that was raised by street legends out of Miami. Yeah. That um. I realized, I said, well, listen, if I can't be an A&R, then maybe this it might be my way of making history in the entertainment business. Definitely. And so, man, I remember Chris told me what Ludacris told me, man, the most financially, you know, disciplined person I ever met in my life over his status. He like, man, you, you know, you spend a lot of money, bro. You in hotels, you might just move to Atlanta. Me and my brother PK went back to Charlotte, man, packed up a U-Haul. I moved all I had to Atlanta, and I've been there for like the past 17 years. It's crazy. And since then, 
every rapper that came out within this time window had come through my hands. They gotta come through you. They they come through me. So um, yes, so and and that's how it is. And you know, I got incredible stories, but I tell people all the time, man, I didn't go to no fashion school, I didn't intern up under no other stylist. I just adapted, you know what I'm saying, and taught myself if you wanna be great at something, you just focus in on it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so everybody in Atlanta they'll tell you, oh, Ronaldo, he always was the stylist. I never want to be a rapper. I never want to be a producer. Even though my friends don't care about being seen either. Yeah, I don't care about that. I care about money and just cooling out. But that's how I was raised, though. Hey, I, I think damn near every time I see you out, bro, like you wearing a mask. Yeah, all you, by myself. Yeah, yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I peep. Yeah, so you know, but that just you know how I was up brought up, and but I think that's how you generally gain respect for people mm -hmm. when they say, "Oh, bro, don't hop from crew to crew." He show everybody love and respect, and he just move on his own, but. And it's like, you know, now my life has transitioned. I, you know, you know, with the styling, I still do it, but I have other young ones that I pass in the torch to, and I just advise over, and I've been blessed to now to be the first creative director of this amazing league called OTE. Man. Yeah. OTE, bro. Yeah. That's, uh, that's I ain't gonna lie, bro. That's, I think that's one of the, the, the biggest... I'm almost, I'm, I'm gonna give OTE... The social media credit okay. of, 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 in my opinion, of a platform that's using social media in, in a like in a good way. To oh like yeah, hundred percent. Help help put these kids like give them the education. Yeah, you know, give them the spotlights. Like so, therefore they don't get missed. Like they yeah. can get the opportunity to go to the league. Yeah, it helps their families out 100%. tremendously. But and, like and, and and you know, major shout out to Dan Porter, man. You know what I'm saying? That's who started. Dan, Dan is the the one of the founders. Him and Zach. Um, of overtime and OTE, but like that's that's his vision. You know what I'm saying? He he wanted to give kids the opportunity and their families to take another path and not be exploited. Mm -hmm. And he understand the Gen X generation. You know what I'm saying? And so you know, he's ahead team, of the curve. Yeah, he's a, he's always ahead of the curve. I mean, even with our team, me, my my guy Tyler, and everybody, man, we more of the culture of the kids and, and make everything cool from the designs and collaborations that we do. Yeah. Even to our arena, you come in there, man. It's the best insane thing. In man, the also, you invited me to the one yeah. game. And I'm like, man, like, it, this this a better experience than State Farm Arena. Yeah, yeah. And we put it like that because <laughs> we wanted to feel family oriented, but to give kids the opportunity to feel and see what it looks like to see these kids go from playing in high school to the NBA. In which, within our first year, we have um, a guy Dominic. You know, he plays on the San Antonio Spurs. You know, he wasn't even. Counted in, and he wasn't even known a year ago. Oh wow! Now he's playing on a two-way with the San Antonio Spurs, and he actually played an NBA game this year. So the things that Dan has done, and, and the family environment for everybody that works at, you know, OTE man is, is beautiful, man. And I could say, and it and it still brings my world from fashion and music and entertainment because all my friends, everybody come there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And we like, get, it's, it's just like how you know when the Lakers got going with Showtime, like you yeah. Had, you got celebrity row. Yeah, yeah, and, and look, we got kids row, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But they celebrities too that, you know, and there's a cool thing too, we put kids on the floor, man, you know, at the end of the day, and they could sit next to 2 Chain, they could sit next to K-Camp, yeah. they could sit next to Zay HD, you know what I'm saying, let's get to the money, you know what yeah. I'm saying? You know, and it, and it's a cool environment because these kids would never think, I'm sitting side mm. by side by somebody that I idolize. Yeah. And that's our thing, man, that it's, it's it's the best thing going, man, and it's the education behind it, and it's all 
for the betterment of kids, though. You I know? love that, bro. Yeah, it's, it's it's like utilizing a platform for something that's something yeah. that's good. Bro. Yeah, and especially for me, you know, I laugh all the time. You know, it's like I'm a part of a social media driven thing, but that's I don't like to be on social media. Yeah, but that's it's, what it is. Yeah, man. but I mean, our content team and our social media team, they man, be on it, bro. But they they incredible, bro. They I just sit in there, man. We got this place in the arena called the Kitchen. Shout out to them, man. You know, Ryan and Ryan and, and the crew, bro. They be killing it, bro. They take my ideas and I sit back and it's cool, you know. Watch it make, unfold. Yeah, they make that transition from being a stylist full time to bring so much life lesson that I learned to talk to these boys and then, you yeah. know, show them designs and then help them design their brands and all of that stuff. And, you know, they get to have it and, and, and go on to the world about it. Bruh, yeah. that's, that's beautiful, man. Yeah. That's beautiful. Uh, like I said, I, I, my first thing, like I said, when I walked into that arena, bro, the experience, just the atmosphere. Like I said, like I feel like I, was, I feel like I was inside the Space Jam. Yeah, that yeah, what that's the yeah. what I got out of it. Yeah, and I tell like, anybody, man. <laughs> anytime when you come to Atlanta, man, you in Atlantic Station, you go relax. Down yeah, there. anybody could just hit me, man, and be like, "Yo, can we come to the game every Friday and Saturday, man? If you can't make it, we on Amazon Prime and all of that stuff, you know." And and it's a beautiful thing, but that's a part of my legacy too, so that you know, young. Black men and women could see that you could come from anything and transition yeah. from, you know, being an athlete, fighting against the odds to doing some things that you never thought that you could do. And, and it's still, you know, when people see me, they won't have an idea that I do that. Yeah, I'm, no. I'm a newer soldier. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And, you know, and that's the part about throwing that curveball to people, man. Let me ask you this. Uh, I don't know why it randomly just popped mm. to me because you were talking about your legacy. Yeah. You say you all you have only daughters. Yeah. How's it feel being a girl dad? The coolest shit ever in life. <laughs> I think having daughters, bro, give you a focus like no other. I tell anybody, you you know, I have I have a bonus son. You know what I'm saying? But you know, he's so cool that it's like, okay, he yeah. just wanna be cool. So he gets the purpose of that, but a, but having daughters, man, they do something to you. You know what I'm saying? They give you a focus of life. They they magnify your legacy with everything. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Man. And, it, and it just, and it teaches you too how to have grace a little bit for women. Yeah. I, you know bro, women are superheroes, bro. And it's like, in this generation, we were yeah. just talking about like, you know, how, how women are demoralized or how women demoralize themselves. Yeah. And these yeah. aspects, but bro, like women are really superheroes, bro. Yeah, I'd be yeah. damned if I ever have a child. Oh, no, you can't uh, do that. Have a period no, or something, no, bro. No. Like, that's, that shit crazy, bro. Women, women. They carry so much. Yeah. And, and I they, know, like, you being a, you yeah. see a lot of yeah, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the crazy thing is, man, when you seeing your lady, bruh, body transform into something that you can't even magnify, mm -hmm. and then you seeing there, like, every night, you know, seeing my daughter, you know, moving and kicking, and then when I talk to her, you know, while she's in her mother's stomach and seeing how her, how she react, but then if somebody else go talk to her, or my, her mother's stomach, she don't move. It's the coolest thing ever in life, bro. It's, it's, it's unreal. And then to see your your daughters run around, but you like, bro, that is me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that is the craziest thing. That's the personality. Thing. Bro, that's the personality, bro. My, my four-year-old, bro, track star, bro. She running around. Like, that's what that's what her daddy did. That's but she crazy. don't even know it. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's a cool thing, man. I tell... Any man, if you're blessed to have daughters, man, or any child, bro, like, take that as a blessing to, you know, live a great life for them and make sure that they ain't got a warmth for nothing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, show, show them what a man supposed to treat you there like. There you go. Yeah, you no. Go. 
Well, I said, like, I, I, don't, I don't have kids, but, you know, I, I was I was raised by my mom. Yeah. yeah. It was just, you know, me and my mom. And I, like I said, I think she was an amazing woman. Like I said, she raised me by herself. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I was raised by a single mother, too, man. And just, just a superpower that. You know what I'm saying? It's like the sacrifices that a woman does. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, you know, we understand that they 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 special in their way, but then they also they they great also. So there's a fine balance of it, and I I feel like women you know need to understand that men do care about the support of them mentally. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not a fan of single black mothers or single mothers. Period. I think that women need that village. Um, as men, we need to be there, and also too, men need to sit with other men. Like say, like yourself, that you don't have children. But I can tell you, like when you do have a child, be there more as a support system for your lady because of the transition that she gonna go through gonna mentally go through. Yeah. and all of that stuff. That you know, we not taught. We just taught. Oh, the announcement, the baby shower, then the baby. Mm -hmm. Nobody tells you about postpartum and all of that stuff. And men go through postpartum too. Really? Like, I know yeah. men went through it. Uh, I know women go through yeah, it. Yeah, well, you know, women go through it physically, mentally. Men go through it mentally. Basically, when I say this here, dealing with the unknown of seeing your woman react emotionally, like emotionally, of her chemical imbalance, but we don't understand how to react to it. Yeah. So that's our postpartum. Because I guarantee the first thing that you see a lot of men do is give up, walk away. That's why you see single mothers. And then you don't even realize that you act a person that fell out with their partner. What happened? They couldn't tell you. It's just, oh, just argument. I got tired. That's not what, and that's what as men and women, we need to talk about more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and building that village and as men, being more understanding like, you know, I have the pregnancy app, you know, to show the growth of, of your child yeah. on your phone. So you can understand and have conversations with your lady. It's like, okay, have conversations with your lady. So this is what you're going through at 26 a week. Even by you saying that and they seeing that effort, yeah. that makes them like, oh, man, he taking the initiative. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just like. It's like, bro, like, I, th I think, like, like I said, like, I'm, I'm, I'm big on, like, uh, even just, like, outside of relationships. Yeah. Uh, just friendships, like I, I try to pay attention to small things. Right. Like if I see like my homie lacking in something, or like if the girl I'm talking, just whatever it is, I'm paying. I pay attention. Yeah, you got to. So it's like if I can come, if I fuck with you enough, yeah. I, if I can lighten your load, or I can take some weight off your shoulders, right. or like, it's it's just about just that's human nature, bro. Yeah. yeah but, but we lose that. Yeah, and and another society. thing is too, man. People gotta understand is like we shouldn't go to therapy when something's going wrong. Mm. We should go to therapy all the time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, we deal with so much subconsciously you don't even realize it. So it's like, go to therapy when you're having a great week. Yeah. Go to therapy when you know you just kinda off. And or another thing, if you're going to a therapist, but then build that with your partner that y'all could talk about anything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause I, and I'm gonna tell you something that I realized in my years of my life, when it comes to relationship as black men and women where we feeling that, that we don't talk about on social media besides chastising and saying the wrong and the right, we have to be honest with our relationship how we are honest with our best friends. That's facts. If me and my lady supposed to be partners and best friends, I should be able to talk to her about shit just yeah. like I talk to you. No, definitely. You get what I'm saying? I and definitely. give her the understanding and and she feel the same way because at the end of the day, 
once she feel like I can talk to my man about anything. Yeah. It opens up a whole, right? it opens up many Listen, more doors and it betters your relationship too. But we don't know what that looked like because nobody in relationships can be that honest. Cause you you, know you, worried, you worried about yeah you worried about so many other things but I, I've I've witnessed relationships that are like that and yeah. those relationships look like they're working out pretty good like I said I've I've uh, I've grown into a space of just being like present in life yeah and being intentional with how I move so like even if I'm if I'm rocking with you I'm gonna let you know that I'm rocking with yeah. you like it ain't like I'm not it's not like no play play right and you got to think like shit like. Growing up, like I did music, I traveled, bro. I already went through my whole phase. Oh yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't really got to worry yeah. about me being in, you know, bitches' right. faces right. all the time. Like I did it already, and right. a lot of stuff don't really like drive me or like. Right. So it's the same thing like you mentioned about the clubs yeah. and things like that. But it's like, yo, whoever you have a relationship with, whether it's friendship, yeah, you know, what I'm saying like on an intimate level, yeah. it's about just communication. Also, just being like a friend, bro, right. like. Like if I like I want my lady to be my best friend, like bro, yeah. like I want to be able to talk to you about shit, like and you, yeah, you, you gotta let it out. Yeah. But I, I like what you mentioned about like, cause so many, especially in a in a black community, bro, like we only go to therapy yeah. when things are wrong. Just like we only pray to God when right. shit yeah. fucked yeah. up. Yeah, oh, we just don't go to therapy at all. We do these. This is another thing I tell people, man. I don't give advice to something I haven't lived through. Or been through and then you see these panels and all of this stuff and they just be talking about bullshit it's yeah. like this here I, this is the funniest question i always ask people all the time to the people that fix credit your credit score should be a 850 or better right yeah you never hear nobody that fix credit show you what their credit score is you see what i'm saying so it's like when these relationships in these couples or these relationship experts they single that's all I'm saying. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Or, or, and because and, this is where I'm at in my life when I say again, as you get older, you feel everything. I want our black people, I just want people to have their one. Finding your one is the most incredible thing ever in life. Yeah. And the reason why we don't find it, because people are strolling and thinking that that one thing or that, that glamorous thing is the next best thing but finding your one you and your one could go through some heartbreaking stuff and y'all yeah. still get through it yeah a lot you of times you don't even notice that you're getting through it yeah you know you you literally just you as you it's, it's a part of the journey yeah. but it's like you you know that person so it's about and even just like his man bro like yeah we know we're we're taught to always be tough yeah we're taught to always just take everything on the chin just yeah. But it's like, bro, like, we got to let this shit out, bro. Yeah. Like, nigga, we humans, too, yeah. bro. Like, and we, we got we gotta, we gotta start that narrative, too. I tell people, man, taking being tough is being vulnerable to show all your emotions. Yeah, but it's like, bro, like, who you who who you got to prove you being tough to? They got an ego, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't I mean, me personally, bro, I don't have to prove nothing to nobody. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a gun collector, bro. Yeah, so I, mean, I, yeah, I, yeah. I collect guns, so... I, I've been in situations where I fought with my gun on my hip. Yeah. Because, I mean, I'm not going to pull it out if I'm, if I'm, unless I'm going to use I'm it. I'm going to be honest, and that's, and that's another thing is men that we got to understand. I tell people all the time, man, I'd rather fight you. I know how to use my hands. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I come from the era that, no, we're going to throw these hands. Yeah. Bro, when you pull that gun out, bro, once that bullet goes, bro, first of all, it doesn't have no control or direction. And then, at the end of the day, bro, everybody want to go home back to their family, bro. Yeah. We can fight, bro. It's okay for me to knock you out. That's what, when we go to boxing matches, yeah. they don't, when they get done fighting, 
They show each other hands, show their sportsmanship, and cool. If you want to rematch, we'll fight again, make some money. Yeah. They're not going to, oh, when I see you out. They can make it home, bro. They can make it home, bro. And it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's like you're not, like, you know, and it's like it, in situations of life, bro, like, like when I'm, well, like, shit, when I lost my mom, bro, yeah. like, I'm pretty sure a lot of families go through this, and it's like we're not supposed to question God no, never. about nothing. But sometimes when tragic things happen, you know, it's hard not to as, yeah. as a human. It's yeah. hard to, like, because, yeah. you know, it's, oh, you know, it's, it's, it's their time and it's that yeah. and third. You know, it's, we all, it, it's conditioned. We're conditioned to hear and say all the same yeah. things. And uh, But, you know, it's like, like you said, bro, like, a lot of these things can be avoided. 100%. If you just have conversation, if you uh, remove your ego yeah. from a lot of these things, bro, and it's like people can make it back to their families, but like a lot of people have have kids, they yeah. have they have brothers, yeah. fathers, mothers, whatever, Everything. spouses, whatever they have that. So it's like yeah. they have they have a, a village of people that love them. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you doing a malice act, uh, you know, and, and something careless. You know, when you could just, if you have that much of a problem, fight the person. Yeah. Especially because well, it's about nothing, bro. It's about nothing. And then at the end of the day, you really still could talk through it. Yeah. You could, you got to just remove the aggression away, take a moment, understanding how to choose your words because we don't know what triggers people. You get what I'm saying? And and we human too, bro. The first aggression of a man, you know, you want to get aggressive. You want to, I'm the lion in this situation. Yeah. But, bro, listen, man. You could talk about anything, man. You know, honestly, pulling a weapon out, that's the last resort unless they pull the weapon out. And a lot of times, we got people pull out weapons and the other person ain't pull out no weapon. Mm -hmm. So it's like, come on, my G, and then. It's one-sided. It's one-sided, and then once you pull that weapon out and you use it, you hurt your family. Yeah. I tell because, people all the time. now you gone, too. Yeah, bro, I tell people all the time, man. I was looking at five years with guns in my car. You know what I'm saying? By the grace of God, I, you know, the charger got dropped. But mind you, I'm sitting behind that wall once you could, once you got a crime and you put that that guilty plea or something on your and they get you gotta go sit down, yeah. you taken away from your family too. So I tell anybody all the time, I'm not gonna make no decision to take me away from my daughters. I don't care how crazy things get. Hey bro, I gotta I gotta take care of my daughters. Yeah, it's not so worth it. It ain't even worth it, my It's dude. not worth it. Bro. It ain't even worth it. So, you know, I tell anybody about that, man, but it's so much in life, man, with us as people that we just need to be more honest with. And my biggest thing of life is your legacy, taking care of your responsibility, making sure that you have your will and your trust set up, get your life insurance policies, pay your kids, you know, health insurance, set a 529 up for your kids. And I tell people this all the time, as soon as your kid is born and got a, and got a social security number, go start a bank account, by every week have automatically withdraw $50, the lowest, the lowest you could go fifty dollars a month, I man, fifty dollars a week, to your kids, your child's bank account. So about the time they twenty something years old, think about how much money that is. Yeah. A so week? then, that's a lot of weeks. But you're not even realize you. You don't realize you eat fifty dollars a day. Just, just like just like with subscriptions, bro. There you Netflix go. probably fucking my account over there right now. Go. I get literally, I look at my phone, bro. I get notifications from Apple every day. I don't I know what the hell I'm being charged so, from Apple. Four ninety nine, one ninety nine. Right. Like. So treat your <laughs> treat your children's lives. As a subscription, yeah, for the betterment. And, I like that. You know what I'm saying, and and do that. That's why I'm mad at my life about it. It's just yeah. your legacy, man. Buy land. You know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. You know, bro. I'm done buying all the other stuff, bro. I want to own land. I wish that I had the money I had now when I moved to Atlanta, and I could have brought this land, and I would have held on it. You know, I'm seeing what they're doing off of Edgewood. 
I tell everybody, man, if you got some money, man, let's go buy Edgewood and Auburn Avenue, bro. We cannot let that get gentrified. It yeah, is getting they, gentrified. Getting gentrified right they now. putting a high rise on Edgewood. Yeah. That's so right that's now. where my my you know my mental is at, and I and I want everybody mental to be there because that's sustaining your legacy. But I'm gonna be honest with you, all the materialistic stuff that you got in your life right there, water is gonna disappear, and you don't know where it went to. It's probably things you brought before when you moved to something you lost, and you be like, I don't know where it's at. Yeah, it's 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 a lot of a lot of the stuff we have is uh, you're only into it for the moment. For the moment, man. You know, I tell like I was I was talking uh, I think with Vic. Uh, mm -hmm. And we were just talking, I was just talking, you know, about it like stuff you work for. Yeah. You know, like if you, when you work for something and you buy it, you cherish it more versus somebody give it to you. Yeah. It don't yeah. hold any, it don't hold the same amount of value. Yeah. Now things with sentimental value, those things, you yeah. know, hold weight. But uh, you know, it's it's crazy. Like, I am shit, I'm just thinking back now that you that you talk about it. I done bought. I done, I got designer shit I done probably bought. I never even put on, bro. For what? <laughs> now think about this here. If you already just started to putting that money away, just a, the money away, bro, it'll make your life better, man. It'll, it'll put you in a position to do something better. Better, If you're credit together and then you're doing that, bro, you're unstoppable. Yeah. So I, I tell people all the time, man, my way of stunting is I tell anybody, you don't want to play that stunt game with me because I'm a stunt different. Yeah. I'm a stunt to show you that I own my great-grandparents' property in South Carolina. That's in a trust for my daughters that we could never sell. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? That dynasty trust and, that, and all of that stuff, that's how you stunt. That's how you play. So my daughters could say, yeah, we got a vacation home that my great-great-grandparents owned that my daddy went back and owned. Yeah. That's hard. You know what I'm saying? That's a different type of flex. That's how we should do it. And it's just like, you know, uh, I think even when it comes to just like people, we were talking about, you know, how people like, when it comes to fashion a lot of times, yeah. you know, you don't necessarily have to put on all these different brands to no, look good and make no. it look like something um, at all. Like I'm, even when it comes to like cars we drive yeah. and think, Corey, get what you like. I yeah. tell people, if you want something, get, get it. it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because money come and go. Yeah. Like, like you you know Sherrod, right? Yeah. yeah. So like Sherrod, like if you, anybody knows Sherrod, bro, Sherrod not flashy, bro. Yeah. He's the owner of God is dope. Yeah, yeah. You know my what I'm saying? Man, like, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, my man. That's my guy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, when it's Sherrod, man, I remember one, one time Sherrod put up on me at my shop, bro. He put up in a, in a Nissan. Yeah. And it's like, this nigga's a millionaire. And it's the coolest shit ever, bro. You know what I'm saying? Sherrod ain't walk around with no big iced out chain. Like, he, you know. For what? He got a herringbone on. Yeah. He got on his clothes. Right. And he cool, bro. That's, bro that's, that's what matters, man. You know, at the end of the day, man, cars is... is it doesn't matter because when you get out that car and somebody see you walking, that's how they, they that's how they choose you. That's how they, they gauge who you are, how you present mm -hmm. yourself. Yes, we know we live in the stereotypical world. It's whatever you driving up. But, bro, we, I know a lot of people that got these cars that they can't afford. I say, bro, the way you want to impress me, maintain something for generations. Mm -hmm. I tell people all the time, bro, my biggest motivation because I live in Atlanta, I want to see a lot of us live on waste paces here. And if anybody that's not from that lives in Atlanta don't understand, Waste Paces Ferry is the higher epsilon of Atlanta and Buckhead. That is the same road as the governor's mansion. But you could not tell me what all those people do on Waste Paces Ferry to own those big ass houses. Yeah, when I drive through there, you don't bro. know. You, you don't know who I know. One person live on Waste Paces Ferry. One. It's crazy. The house but, is beautiful. But when you saw them other houses. You don't know who they are. There is no 
flashy cars, but they have maintained those houses through generations. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My thing is, I'm just very, very ambitious about what I speak about. But if Cascade is out Paces Ferry, it should look just like Waste Paces Ferry. Yeah. It shouldn't look the way it do. And that's what I'm about. That's what I, I have well, to say about that. We don't you know take care of our stuff. There you go. We don't. If you think about just different cultures, like yeah. Chinese people, yeah. or, or, or whatever communities, they, communities, yeah. people, Jewish people, whatever, yeah. like they they invest into each other. Yeah. Like they might say, "Oh, we're gonna all put all our money together, and yeah. you're gonna go get this, and yeah. you're gonna go get this, and then like, you're gonna come back and get me, and yeah. come back." And Same thing. How it. like how like Nip. Yeah, him is you know family went and tried to get that whole yeah. plaza. Yeah, you know it's like we gonna buy the block and it's, yeah. it's small things like that. But it's like we're so it, even though you know the, the stereotype of like black men can't work together, they can't yeah. do business together. Yeah. Business don't it don't strive, it don't right. last because egos and right. it's people that don't want to have the uncomfortable conversations. Right, and it, we gotta have the bro, we you gotta have, to have, have that uncomfortable conversation. You think about people like when it comes like let's somebody say, uh, hey man, what I owe you. Oh man, uh, but you could just, it don't even matter. Yeah. No, it, no do. it do matter. It do matter. Because I want to give you what you asked for, so yeah. then you don't feel slighted by me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, it's, it do matter. And it's like, we we do that so much. Yeah. You, yeah. We, like, and that we don't even realize that we're doing yeah. it. But it's like, because if you, if you go into these, these stores, how much is this? Oh, that's, uh, that's 1900 That's 3200 They're going to tell you immediately. Yeah. And yeah. you don't feel no type of way about right. it. But, and another thing is too, because you're my friend, I should not ask you for a discount. If you tell me, bro, my tattoos cost $2,000, $5,000 or whatever, I'm going to give you that with no problem. Yeah. And like, I like to collect art. You know what I'm saying? So, and that's what I started investing my money into. When an artist told me, unless he say, I'm going to give you this, I paid what it is. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and that's another thing, too, is like the investment of lives of flexing differently instead of materialistically. You know what I'm saying? I tell a lot of my friends, you know, I've been investing in art for years before it became trendy. You yeah, know I, I, I know. About, yeah. I know about, like, my boy Bravo. You yeah, yeah. Him, oh, man, listen, bro. Bobo. Yeah. yeah. And, and brothers that I saw Early from the on, in the, the very beginning. beginning. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And, like, and then as I got bigger, I invested in doing my own art show, Art of Atlanta, and putting Hobo and all of these guys in and stuff like that. And I got a, a proclamation for the city of Atlanta because I wanted to do something that I generally cared about. And the artists, if they sold from that show, they got to keep all their money. That's real. You know what I'm saying? And so I want us to invest in art, not because it's trendy, but because that's a part of your legacy. You know what I'm saying? That could pass that down. And you know, I tell people all the time, I want some of my art collection and my will and my trust to be donated to my black college in a wing with my name on it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you, you think, you think it's so far ahead, and um, a lot of a lot of us that we a lot of people are scared to li live ahead. Yeah, but because you're listen. scared of reality. But the 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 reality is, it's like we all have a due date. Yeah, uh, you know. And if you look at if you look at anything, you got the date you're born. Yeah. You got the date you pass away, and you got that little yeah, line in the middle of it. So yeah. it's like, what you gonna do with your yeah. dash? Yeah, and the crazy part is too. This, and you know, before we go. It's just crazy how like the manifestation of life is real. So I realized like when I stand out of my living room window, I'm the only young black man that lived directly behind Martin Luther King Jr.'s house in the world. 
part of my legacy. My company name is on Edgewood, part of my legacy. When you start to think about this here, when we was taught about black history, when we saw Martin Luther King Jr., we thought he was old when he passed. Yeah. Bro, he was in his 30s. Wow. I think Martin Luther King Jr. was in his 30s, if I'm wrong, but he was very young when he got assassinated. Yeah, I, don't, I, I never pictured him being super old. Like, right, but if you look at the pictures, you, you know, they look older. Yeah, he looked like right, way older. Right, but he, he was young, but bro, look what his legacy has done in his young life. You know what I'm saying? And I say all of that to say is like, you got to do this shit when you're young because, bro, you get older, you ain't gonna get that money that fast. Yeah. You know? You got the energy to get up. Yeah, and get, you yeah. Know, lose a little sleep. Yeah, it's, it's like that, bro. Like, do, man. you know, when it get dark outside, I'm ready to go in the house. I'm trying to tell you. You know? Ain't nothing for me out here. Ain't nothing. I'd rather go home, hang out with my daughters, man, cool out, watch my football games, mess with my old schools, bro. I want to, um, I want to ask you a couple. Like I know we talked about, you talked about uh, a lot of people in uh, Atlanta that you work with. Yeah. Who were some people that you that you had the opportunities of working with that you were inspired by, like that just your life right now? I know you probably inspired by a lot. But yeah, like, yeah, I'm inspired. By like just that just stick first part of your head, like two. Well, uh, how many I can name? It's up to you. All right. My brother Emory Jones. My brother Biggs, um, my brother Kenny Burns. Let's see, let me talk to him. Jermaine Dupree, I'm trying to think like somebody that just, bro, I've been blessed, man, and I, and I say, bro, I have been blessed an amazing life, bro. And see, I'm so numb to it because it's so a part of me now. Yeah. But, bro, it's like, it's so many people, bro. So many people. Well, like I said, and this, and that's what I'm saying. Like a lot of times, we we're taught to hear, like you know, you're going to be inspired, you know, by one person. Who inspires yeah. you? Oh, this yeah. person. But on um, really, like, no. I, you could, you, and, and your type of lifestyle, you probably have so many human interactions, right? Uh, with so I many mean, different since people, daily, that you like can, daily text messages, yeah, like right just now. Drawing from. But I think I, but I'm gonna tell you, like, just I have chapters, so I'm, I could do this by chapters. That'll make it easy. My younger life, my uncle Hollywood. He's a Miami street legend. He got passed, he passed away, he got killed. Um, that was like teaching me how to be more of a charismatic young man, taking care of yourself, all about your money, how to move through the streets. My mom, let's say, my great grandparents. And then when I got into this entertainment world, Kenny Burns, Emory Jones, Biggs, um, Indirectly, Jermaine Dupree, um, bro, like, just just Coach K, I could say, just guys that I could just sit back and talk to and watch. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But then, then when you get easier too, I'm inspired by my daughters. Mm. <laughs> you know, that's the, that's a cool part. Yeah. Um, that's all. Let's see. Well, I say I see you. Uh, I remember we we talked earlier. I know you mentioned. Uh, you know you. You did a lot of stuff with Jay Z. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did stuff with yeah. Virgil. Yeah, so, yeah, Virgil, my man, man. I got you know wrestling. I mean, um, I get I got to speak on behalf of him at the High Museum. Um, you know, was you know that yeah, was a close relationship. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you know, talk to him through text message. You know, put a lot of my young brothers in a room with him. You know what I'm saying? 
And then the cool part about with Jay, which came through Emory, um, Jay allowed me to um, design something for it. It was the Magna Carta tour. He wore the shirt I designed with me and my little brother Antoine. That actually people know him now as RGB with the trucker hats. Oh yeah, I've seen. I those gave hats. Antoine an opportunity back in two. That Magna Carta tour was like two thousand and. Whoa, yeah, what year was 12, that? 13, yeah. somewhere around there. I called Twan, I was in LA. I designed the ideal on a on a on a hotel sketch pad. Told him to print these shirts over. It was actually with two shirts we did, because Jay and uh gave me and my brother Ruggs the opportunity to be um brand ambassadors for Duce. Okay. So I, me and, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so me and Ruggs had was running around, even though I don't drink, me and Ruggs was running around Atlanta with Duce and that just took him up out of here. Yeah. You know, and I'm and I'm proud of my brother Ruggs where he at now doing his thing as a businessman. But like Jay wore the Madden Carter T-shirt that I designed in Charlotte, where I played football at, and took a picture with my mother with. Then we went to the club to the after party. Me and him are the only people in the club with the shirts on, and it's documented. It's, it's taking pictures with Alex uh, from AG Entertainment in the picture. Yeah. But it was that's a that's a surreal moment that I could look back like, damn, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like, Emory took the shirt. Gave yeah. it to Jay. Jay came out the dress room. My mama's eyes got big. I'm like, what the fuck? I turn around. I don't know. That's big homie. And sometimes then you got on my shirt. Sometimes you you so caught up in living in it that you don't that you can't really hone on what you really did. Yeah. Like even another one. Big bro Emery called me. Was like, yo, Bigs want to get on the phone with you. We want to do something. He had this brand called Fourth of November. Biggs just came home, nobody didn't know. We did an art event, I found a venue, Ambient Studios. Yeah. We did an art event mixed with fashion and stuff. Biggs came and do it and then a couple of months later, no, it was like a year or so later, a Nike campaign with the Rockefeller Air Force Ones. Me and Cam Kurt flew to New York. Cam shot me and Biggs, documenting us of a day. I rode in the, the Mercedes Benz replica of what Jay had. And me and Biggs went around New York for a Nike campaign, bro. And I was a part of that. <laughs> and that's that, like, and then, you know, went to Marcy, then went and sat on the, uh, on the bench with Biggs in Harlem, and he took me around and stuff like that, and he just told me these stories. And I'm like, bro, I grew up watching backstage and looking at y'all. Mm -hmm. Now I'm riding in New York City <laughs> with you, and you telling me these stories, bro? Yeah, bro. That shit is the coolest shit ever in life. And then just being with Emory and... Every time he come to Atlanta, it's me, Emery, and Ruggs. And Emery just surpassing everything that people thought that couldn't be done. Now look what they have done with Puma. Look what they have done with, you know, with Planes. Look what they've done with Rock yeah. Nation. You get I what love, I'm saying? I love what they're doing with Puma right bro, now. Listen, bro, listen, I have those inspirations in a point one degree of separation. So I always keep that in my mind. Everything that I do, that it shows my respect back to them. Saying like, this yeah. is what it is. Yeah, no, definitely, bro. Like, yeah, that's, so that's that's the cool. That's powerful. Yeah, bro. yeah. I, I, I think the same way. Like, uh, you know, like my biggest client is uh, Darren Waller, great football team. player. And uh, we, uh, you know, like I said, we 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 talked about his story. Yeah. Um, you know how inspiring his story is because a lot of people don't get a second chance at the NFL. They only get yeah. one chance at NFL. <laughs> Boy. But uh, so many people don't get a second chance at life. Not at he all. actually got a second. He got a chance at both of those. And, yeah. Um, 
You know, I, I never thought about it, but you know, I've done every single tattoo on his body. That's beautiful, brother. And uh, I never really thought about it until like I, somebody said it to me, like, how many of them tattoos you did? And I was like, I did all of them. Yeah, I so think about this here. <laughs> he is walking around with your vision for the eternity of his life. Yeah. And he's playing on the highest level of football yeah. and carrying you running around on the field. Yeah, but they, they made it at the Ari, I think it was at the Ari Hotel, they, they made a chocolate statue of uh, uh, there. Made it all chocolate, and they put Dude, the, tat they they put the tattoos. Oh, that's hard. They put the that's tattoos hard. like no, made out of no, chocolate. No homo, but where's the chocolate statue right now? I think he. I think they gave it to oh, okay. him. Oh, so they, they got him. They they got it. <laughs> he gonna put it in his house when his house finished getting built. Oh, that's hard. Uh, but I think they got it in like some type of storage or something right now. But I'm like, oh, bro, that's that's crazy. Bro, can that shit melt though? I don't, I, I'm a, I don't, that's what I was wondering. Like I'm yeah, not sure. Like yeah. I'm like, hey, bugs ain't gonna get to it. Yeah. I don't know. But it's just the fact that like. You know, when you look at like, bro, that, that's my artwork. Even mm -hmm. like you talked about a proclamation. I have my own proclamation. Yeah, see, that's hard, brother. You know, in the city of Atlanta, it's like, and that's, that's something I never would have thought that's of. That's Atlanta history, bro. That's yeah. documented in the Atlanta history. You got to understand yeah. it, bro. Like, you know, I was bugging out, you know, just this weekend. So my brother, Rod Wave, is on tour. And I went to visit him. But then JD had me do something. And he was at the Soul Trader Wars with a skate. But then my brother, Rotimi, just did the old... The uh, the um, the OT arena, and he's like, bro, your vision, what you told me, it worked. I'm in three different dynamics around the world in one weekend. Yeah, and I'm chilling in Atlanta. You get what I'm saying? It's like you got to live in those things of your legacy, bro. Like, cause I tell anybody, bro, this this ain't normal. It's not. It's not normal. You know what I'm saying? Is yeah, we walking around as we doing it normal, and it's normal to us. But people dream of these things, but would never see it in real life. Yeah. So we got to be appreciative of it. That's why I'm so humble about it, man. Yeah. And I tell anybody, man, you could just meet me at McDonald's, but I'm gonna give you all the game. Talk to anybody. Man, yeah. the game, the game is to be told, not sold. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Some yeah. things, yeah. Some things, you, you know, what I'm saying you can monetize. Yeah. But, uh, but in reality, yeah. bro, like. I, I tell people all the time, I'm, I'm a self-taught tattoo artist. Yeah, like um, I'm a self-taught stylist. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, and I, I, I don't know how to draw. That's hard. That fuck you up, don't Yeah, because I yeah, yeah, that's Everybody crazy. automatically assumes that tattoo artists have to know how to draw. I can't yeah, draw. That's I design everything digitally. Bro, that's hard. I design everything. I paint, too. I like. I remember when, uh, when Streeters X first got built. Yeah. You know what I mean, I never, I never used a spray can in my life. They don't know this. They, they find out. Taking they them, yeah, yeah. Taking them don't know <laughs> yeah. this, bro. I never used a spray can in my life, bro. They, Charlie hit me up. Uh, you know, he, uh, it was Charlie Tech or Wolf. One of them yeah. hit me up like, hey, man, we need you to come through uh, and uh, we want you to do the basketball court. So, you know, um, that basketball yeah. court out there. So, I did that. Right, you didn't know so what you was doing. Might know what I was doing. So what I, but mind you, I'm I'm so ahead of like how I work. I'm like cool. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna do what I know how to do. Yeah. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna get other artists that I know. I'm gonna hand select them to come out here As and let said. them do their thing yeah, that's and a, give them the opportunity to, you know, and which, like which is our direction. Yeah, and yeah. that's literally what I did. So it's like, but it's I never use a spray can in my life, yeah. bro. But automatically, what happens is I'm a tattoo artist. You assume that I know how to paint. Yeah. You assume I know how to draw. You assume I know how to, you know, you assume yeah. all these things just because yeah. you, they just put an artist and you just in that box and you yeah. just know how to do all this stuff. Yeah. And the reality is like, I think as humans, bro, we could do whatever the fuck yeah. we want to do. And just to piggyback off of that, <laughs> man, I was blessed to go to Prince's house two weeks ago, bro. And I'm a diehard Prince fan. That's hard. And people don't understand this. Prince was a self-taught classical artist. I walk through this man's house, bro. That's you know what I'm saying? And I'm a diehard Prince fan. So yeah. 
And just like I said, like you said, bro, I was an athlete. That's all I knew. Yeah. I taught myself how to use my brain, how to be a creative director, and to understand the arts of life. Yeah. See, you know the thing saying? is, is this. Like, I, I mentioned this um, that I heard Steve Jobs say. It's about connecting the dots. Yeah. So I said this in, uh, in one of my uh, more recent episodes. But, uh, you know, Steve Jobs talked about connecting the dots. Yeah. And it's like, so what it seemed like for, so like for me, you know, I took everything I learned from uh, music. Mm-hmm. I mean, I took everything I took from sports. Yeah. I applied it to music. Sports music applied yeah. to tattoos. Sports yeah. music and tattoos applied to philanthropy. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I feel like it's the same thing on your journey. Yeah. Even when you talk about the timeline earlier and you were just going back, that's what I feel like tattoos are. Yeah. Tattoos are a timeline of our journey. I, yeah. I get a tattoo. Like now you got these two tattoos today. Yeah. So whenever you look at them, you know what they represent, but also like if anything ever happened to me or just whatever. Yeah. Like, you know it, You remember this conversation. Yeah. You remember yeah. how genuine it was. You know, yeah. it's just small things. Yeah. Like even about, like I was talking about, uh, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily cover tattoos up that's yeah. on me. Right. I have before, but once I started them, like, you know what, like, yeah, I should have killed it. it. Yeah, it's like, yeah. bro, I have, you have so many tattoos. I could tag three people, five people, two yeah. people name on me right now. You would never know it's on me. Yeah. Because I have so many tattoos on my body, but it's uh, young Mozzie, bro. You know, like, my rest dog. in peace, Mozzie. My like, dog. Mozzie, bro, was a, was, a, was a street nigga, bro, but at the same time, bro, Mozzie, when yeah. my, my, my interaction with Mozzie, bro. Had a heart of gold, bro. Heart of gold, bro. Heart and, of gold. Uh, one thing, bro, Mozzie did, bro, like, he taught me, bro, he, he came in the shop one day, and he was getting tattoos of, his, I was tattooing his people on him. Yeah. Somebody came in the shop, was like, oh, I'm sorry for your loss. Oh, no, no, no. They're still here. That's what he said. I'm just going to get them tatted on me while they're here so they know that I, yeah. how much I fuck yeah. with them and that I love them. Yeah. Because I, if they're gone, I can't show them. Yeah, that. yeah. So when I took that, so I got my, I had the privilege of getting my mom tattoo portrait on me, and I was able to show her. Yeah, that's hard. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, that's hard. A couple months before she passed away. That's hard. That's you know hard. what I mean? And uh, and just you know, just the way that made me feel, bro. Like yeah. And then she realized too that she was actually cooler than you that she actually could live through a tattoo. She lived through art. Man, my mom got a tattoo, too. My mom, <laughs> man, she, she got her first tattoo at, I think, uh, 2019 when I opened up Atlanta Inc. That's hard. So, let me ask you a question. So, because how incredible that you are and your spirit is, my mother got a little tattoo, bro, of a heart, and she thought that was just going to hurt her. I'm going to feel like, because you're a giant in your world, your mother got a tattoo bigger than her heart, right? My mom got TMC. Okay, that's big enough. Tatted on her. Yeah. Uh, and then she got it when Nipsey died. That's hard. So, my mom, like, she said, like, real. And back in L.A., you know, like, my family is all Crips. Like, yeah. they saw some boys, yeah. all that. My mom used to watch them. No, that's hard. Uh, that's hard. You know, so uh, my mom, my, man, my mom was, like, Yeah, she, yeah, like, she yeah my mom it. was in it back in yeah. the day. Yeah, yeah, like, you, it was a safe house. Yeah. You come yeah. to her house, as a safe house, bro. Like, she she was in tune with everything that was going on. That's but, hard. You know, I saw her, like, she moved me out here because she didn't want me to, like, follow my brother's footsteps. Right. It was crazy. I was telling somebody the other day, bro, like, I didn't, I didn't know what sports were until I came to Georgia. All wow. I knew about was game banking. Yeah, and you, yeah, but that, and you know one thing too, those that understand the respect of that world, you know, it comes with, it comes with some type of self. It's just like the same thing in Miami. You know, I was raised by real drug dealers and killers for real. You know what I'm saying? I didn't realize how that much ingrained to you how you move as a person, mm-hmm. even though it's the other things. But when you come back to the core of things, it's something that stands for of an yeah. institution of what things are supposed to be ran in the right way with discipline and things yeah. like that. So, you know, like I said, I could tell by that. That's why your mother is a real woman like that. And because of 
the hood that she represented and 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 I say tribe of real ones that come from there. You know what I'm saying? Cause we know some real ones that came from, you know, that world and represent a lot out of that. You know what I'm saying? And that's why it's supposed to be done the right way. That's why Nipsey lives forever. Because yeah. he realized this here is supposed to be done this way. Yeah. And he and he didn't have a problem of edu- trying to educate people exactly. on Exactly. And tell you, like, I, a lot of the books I read now, I read because I heard Nip talk about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, bro, listen, man. You it's be, about knowledge. Yeah, that's it, man. That's why the great Louis Farrakhan, man, I, I got to shake that man's hand, bro. That meant more to me than anything in life. That's hard. So that's what respecting. But I mean, like I said, bro, with this, with us as, as people, we got to use that narrative of social media like you're doing here, and we got to change from what we're putting out. Yeah. Our black women... We got to stop that. I call it soliciting prostitution and degrading yourselves. And my, and my brothers, we got we to gotta flex of having a legacy. You know what I'm saying? Let's stop all the materialistic stuff. Let's stop all the, the you know, killing of each other and all of that stuff. And let's go make legacy so people, families could go on family vacations together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we could alternate through vacation homes. And, and do it the right yeah. way, and we live forever, and and we could grow old with our women. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And our women could say, "Cause we deserve to grow old, bro. We deserve to grow old, bro. And our women deserve to have husbands that we can say we've been together for 30, 51 years, not two months, two years. And that's my baby mama, whatever like that. You know, I tell people I don't even call, you know, my daughters mothers. I don't. They are not baby mamas. They is my daughter's mother. You get what I'm saying? I would never use that other word because I'm never going to degrade a woman any type of way to the universe like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if we get to that place that we shouldn't, not we get to that place, we it's start a, it's about it's, a, it's about the right people just getting, putting it on the forefront and, uh, you know, just we have to change the narrative ourselves. Yeah, but you know the crazy thing is, man, we are the right people. All of us are. Yeah. This is how we all upload everything. On our social medias, I tell people all the time, man, to stop being controlled by that machine because that machine has all of us posting the same thing that is hurting us. That's what uh, I was. I had a conversation with Isaiah. He was just talking about how you know social media desensitizes us. Yeah. You know, yeah. like even with, and that was crazy. But I'm gonna be real. Like that's why when you mentioned Shaka name, mm-hmm. I asked you how Shaka was because mm-hmm. the crazy thing is like I heard about Shaka stuff for like that week. Yeah. I ain't hear about it no more. Yeah. So it's like, but I, I, I personally met Shaka. I personally yeah. had experience with Shaka. Like, you know, when I like that bowl, that bowling trophy there, yeah. bowling the day weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I, he yeah. actually got me. One of the reasons I started bowling because of him. Yeah, so, you know what I'm saying. You know, just it's small things, you know. But you know, people posted about it for a small amount of time. Yeah, they just like you know, somebody passed away tonight or tomorrow, yeah. or whatever. People post about it and then they move on with their lives. Yeah, and, and that's and that's the that's the desensitizer way that we're wired. You know, I text Shaka at least, you know, I actually text him the beginning of like last week. You know what I'm saying? When the situation happened, I was right there at the at, at you know the hospital because he's a big part of my life. So, and you gotta understand, man, we as individuals and as brothers again, we gotta protect our heroes like him. Yeah. We have to, bro. Gotcha. Like, even like I talked to K Camp, bro, just about you know, growing up, rappers were superheroes, bro. Yeah, yeah. All the rappers that we grew up listening to, damn near, most of them are still here, bro. Yeah, and, and it's crazy. Like in that time, like me and Camp talked about it outside his mama house one day. About you know, what I'm saying, Mama Camp, shout out to her. It's like the things that 
Shout out to Mama Kemp. Yeah, yeah. Let me tell you, she was there. Yeah. She there. When my mom passed away, bro, Mama Kemp reached Listen, out to me. She another she real helped, one. She helped me put together the host. Everything I'm gonna be, and I ain't, even, I ain't gonna talk. I know I ain't gonna yeah. talk about. I was like, it's some other stuff, bro. I ain't gonna bash nobody or nothing. But Mama Count was there, bro, and yeah. I needed her. Yeah, listen, she didn't have to be there. She a real one, bro. And listen, I, I know she gonna kill me for this, but she makes some amazing hibiscus tea. If you ever get the chance <laughs> to meet Mama Count, just tell her that Ronaldo said, "Can can can she bless you with the hibiscus tea, bro?" Like, yeah. she showed me she made it. She made it from scratch, bro. That and, and she was in the house. It was the funniest thing, man, and, and you know, it's crazy, man, when you think about how blessed your life is when you get to see amazing people. Because they come from all different walks of life. That's why you treat people accordingly, bro. Right. You know what I'm saying? You move you move with grace. Right, right. And, uh, you know, like, it's just, you know, just be a human, bro. We're so dehumanized, bro, that it's okay for us to be human. And I think we we forget that on the daily, bro. Like you know, I'm 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 utilizing this platform that I have right here, bro. I'm 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 using my pain to fuel my passion, bro. My passion, if anybody that knows me, know that I I, I help people, bro. Nat naturally, bro. Like I give, I give to people. I, I I take the shirt off my back and give it to somebody, bro. Because we're not. My mom raised me that way. Like she she instilled so many things in me, bro. That. That I, that's what I hold on to. I got to hold on to what she hold on. I tell people that all the time, bro, like, if you got a mom, you got parents, bro, I don't care if y'all got a bad relationship. Talk to them. Be there for them. You got kids, hug on them. Hold them. Like, I don't have any of that. Like, I'm, I'm in the space right now, bro. I feel alone, bro. I feel by myself. Like, I'm just, I'm figuring it out, bro. Day by day. But this is what I'm about to tell you. That's so crazy. Nah, this this is what you gotta understand. I'm not emotionally crying, bro. Your mother is sitting. Bro, your mother is sitting right here. When I tell you, as you get older, you feel She proud of you. I'm not even crying, but that's the craziest part. I'm, I'm an empath, so I feel, I feel shit. You doing what you're supposed to do. It's like I don't question this. Like I, I you shouldn't. Like and the crazy part is, like, people are going to see this. And this is what the world got to understand, bro. When you get in tune with yourself, the universe controls you. I'm, I'm sharing a tear, bro, for the universe, for our black women, for our brothers that we lost, for people that are lost. It's just like when I reached out to you, I saw a clip, I said, I feel that. And I told you whenever it needed for me to come, I'll come. Yep. But, these, but these tears is like, 
it's not, it's not, I'm not crying because I'm not upset about nothing. I'm not hurt about nothing. I'm actually happy as hell. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? But, bro, I feel, I feel it. You know what I'm saying? I, I think I'm in a space, bro, like, I'm, for so, for, for so many months, bro, I, I was, like, emotionally unavailable. And, uh. I, I ran. I randomly cry, bro. It don't, I, I don't even yeah. know. And sometimes I cry and I start laughing. I don't. Yeah, it, it's. I can't. I can't really control it. Yeah. Um, and, and and but brother, that's that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, it's beautiful. You see how like I could go, my eyes start tearing up, and then I'm smiling, bro. Cause it ain't. It's. What we gotta understand. It's bigger than us. Yeah. You you get what I'm saying? It is. Would you realize that this is bigger than you, bro, and bigger than us? You become a purist. You become open. You, you, and that's why I could feel everything because I'm not closed off from nobody around. I know I'm not closed off from nobody in the world, but it's just so much that the universe and the world is doing to us to take that feeling away. And I stand on this, and I and, I'm, and I keep saying this because I see this is where the detriment is going to tear us as people apart. I'm asking our black women, please stop degrading yourselves through social media. My brothers, stop entertaining that. And as men and women, let's be there for each other to put a standard on each other because what we're doing is not sustainable for our legacies. And, it, and yes, we are human, we'll make mistakes, but sometimes we gotta take the ego and we gotta sit down and we gotta talk to each other. We gotta be open. We do. We gotta say, yo, listen. Hey man, little mama, that ain't cool for me to entertain you. I This is what I demand of myself and I demand this of you. Yeah. Because if we are gonna be a partnership, forget all the, let's be a partnership for a quick TikTok. Let's be a partnership for life. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So, let's just please stop that. And what you doing with this platform, bro, having this unedited, purest thing, we gonna make sure that this become the most purest and biggest and most positive thing around the world. We got to. Got to. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, your mother is proud of you, bro. She is standing right here. And somebody, 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 somebody told me that today. They, they, outside of you just saying, somebody just said himself, bro, your, your mama proud of you. Bro, I'm trying to tell you, you hear it, you starting to hear it too much, bro? That's how the universe works, bro. That manifestation of life is real. Because I guarantee you, this was not on your heart to do this until you lost your mother. Yeah. I know. You yeah. ain't got to tell me. I know. Yeah. And, and, and look how God is going to bless you with the people that come and sit down through getting tattooed by you, by you giving your gift and planting yourself on us to be a vulnerable place to come talk with no ego. That's an amazing thing, brother. Don't don't ever for one second think that this what you're doing is not a supernatural thing. I think I like I, I think I just tapped into just when my mom like me caregiving for my mom and taking care of her in the space. It was it was a moment when everything started happening yeah. where I, uh, well of course I lost I feel like I lost everything. Yeah. But then in the midst of all like where everything everything was like looking bad. Yeah. I, I found clarity. Yeah. And then when my mom passed away, I lost clarity. I caregive for her the entire time. Yeah, I tell you, caregiving isn't easy. No. You no, know, no. and we're humans. Yeah. And uh, 
and so recently, uh, you know, when I reached out, uh, as, like I joined my bowling league, that's why I met uh, my guy Chase, you know, yeah. the director of all this, and just told him my vision of what I want to do. First thing he said, let's do it. It yeah. wasn't a question. Uh, it was like, you know, let's do it. And, um, my my thing of moving forward um, with this platform is like, and just everything I do in life is just knowing that whatever I'm doing in life is bigger than me. There you go. Everything yeah. I'm doing in life is bigker than me, bro. Yeah. Like, you know, Nip Nip used to always say, you know, the highest human act is to inspire. Yeah. I didn't realize how many people I inspired until, you know, people saw me in my darkest times. Yeah. Like one of my my cousin Kellen, bro, like he older than me. Mm -hmm. But uh, Kellen told me when I last time I came to, to when he came to Georgia for my mom home going and when I went to California, he just he broke down to tears just telling me like how much I inspire him. Yeah. He was like, he was like, he was like, cuz, you, you know, you got it on your page and say, you know, you got to live to inspire. And mind you, I didn't have that on my page since I probably started Instagram. Like, yeah. just say it in my bio, right. say live to inspire. And I don't even know why I wrote it. Because it's You the, know what I mean? It just happened. So, so, <laughs> so what I realized in life, man, our lives are preordained and is already set up. Like I tell people all the time, we don't control this. We riding this roller coaster, bro, and it was already planned and your life was already it. It's like, bro, everything, when you start to look back as you get older, you start to look at things, God already predained this thing in your life. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it was already predained. It was already destined for you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, we just ride and wait until the time that yeah, we get it's there. It's about time. Yeah, and now he's going to put you on the interstate, and things going to make you try to take some exit. Yeah. But your destiny and your legacy, bro, was already predained, bro. And I think, and I think that's why like timing is so important because if I if I would have did this years ago, I probably would have known well, how to well, to be honest with you, it. to be honest with you, you wasn't gonna do it years ago. Yeah, you know, like I tell I people that. all the time, you know, I wasn't gonna accomplish nothing until God put me through other things in life to get me to this place. So we can show you how to keep it. There you go. You know what I'm saying? And so you know, things have to happen. And like I said. We have to realize this too, and I tell everybody out here to the world. Even when we're in our darkest moments, our darkness is still light to other people because we actually got through it. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? That's why it's always when they tell you, bro, a storm can only go for so long. Every storm passes. That is real life, bro. Yeah. Jim Jones, you heard the Jim Jones song called Rain? No, I didn't know. I, I, well, I, I, we check out okay. Jim Jones yeah. got a song called Rain, but he said, you know, uh, he just talk about, you know, like, when it rains, like, it washes yeah. away the pain, right. and, you know, it's be a brighter day, and it's like, that's yeah. some real shit. And I tell people all the time, man, never give up when you feel like it's tough on you because you, you're the light for somebody else. Because when somebody else sees you get through something that is tough, that's why women are so incredible, bro. I remember my daughter, bro, we was in labor for 72 hours. How as a woman could go through labor for 72 hours, bro, to bring a child into this world and then go back to normal? Superheroes. Superheroes, bro. Yeah, so, and that's why I'm so adamant about us changing this narrative of how we interact with our women and our men and our brothers, how we interact with all of us, bro, because... It's really real, bro. We really have to show that and really the temptation of everything, bro, is nothing. That's our number one disaster, bro. When you find that one, as a black man, love her, bro. 
Because if you lose it, you'll never get it back again. Yeah, that's fact. And the same thing for women, too. Yeah, vice versa, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just because a nigga look cute, whatever, when you find your one, all of that stuff don't matter, bro. It, go, it goes out the door, bro. Yeah. Because that experience that you have with that person, bro, like, you'll, you'll never get that again. Yeah, never get it again, bro. Yeah, that never to get it again. Same thing about these conversations, bro. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Like we living in it, and I hope, I hope that you know people, people take from this, and uh, people. I'm, I mean, I'm, every session that I sit here, bro, yeah. I gain knowledge. Yeah, I learn things. It's therapeutic for me. Right. You know, uh, tattoos have been therapeutic for me my entire life. Yeah, you that's know what all. I mean, I, I, I have the privilege of having you here, bro. Yeah. I'm glad that you came. Yeah. I know, I know you. The one thing that you want everybody to know, but it's. If it's anything else, you just want everybody to know, you know what I'm saying, leave the peace. It's just on your mind, bro, outside, you know, because we, they already know yeah, what yeah, we yeah. talked about. But yeah. anything, you know, just to inspire, motivate, just whatever, like. I would say this here, man. In a, line, uh, in a life, in a world of fake, just be real. You know what I'm saying? It's the easiest it's thing to do. Easiest thing to do, man, and. And I feel like just walk with your legacy, bro. I tell anybody, man, every step you take, as soon as you wake up every morning, it's a part of your legacy. So let's, even though sometimes you get side wheel and we get side wheel, man, I want all of us to have a legacy to the point that they don't have no room and no library, no museum to put everybody's legacy to the point they got to start putting it on highway. They got to start putting it on side of the buildings that is like graffiti. Yeah. I don't want people to live to die. I want everybody's name to go in like Martin Luther King Jr., Louis Farrakhan, Malcolm X, you know what I'm saying, Tupac Shakur, you know, like legendary like that. Because yeah. when you hear those Let names, names they forever. stand for something, bro. When you hear about, at these certain names, they, they stand for something. You know what I'm saying? And that's all that matters, bro. All this here materialistic stuff, bro, stop that. Let's start the new flex of having wheels, trust, dynasty trust, 529 for your kids, yeah. and land, and all of us have vacation homes that we can just take our kids man, it's crazy, brother. and just ride out. That, yeah, traveling, bro, I tell people, man, like, traveling is so important, bro, because you get to see different walks of life. You get to see how other pe people are just living. Right. And, uh, and it just it helps you reset, especially as a creator. Yeah. 100%. When I travel, bro, and I, I always have days where I might just chill, do nothing. Yeah. Just get in tune with myself, and uh, it helps me. And so when I when I do come back to the states or wherever, even yeah. if I'm in the states, like yeah. if I come back home, it, it helps me reset everything, and it, it gives me like a fresh, like walk of life. Like I, I can't wait to get back in. Yeah. In the, I can't wait yeah. to do this, and it's just you know just learning and understanding, and we but we have to you know we have to change the narrative. We have to put. One foot in front of the other, and uh, yeah. and just knowing that everything that we're doing is bigger than us. Yeah, and, uh, you know, just it's okay to be human, bro. Yeah, it's, it's no, it's great to be human, bro. <laughs> and it's and it's and it's great to show people that you're not perfect, man. Stop using filters. Stop using all of it. I, I, I said I said <laughs> I said <laughs> yeah, that I recently. I said I said life is a filter, bro. We got to remove the. Yeah, filter. and and another thing is, you know, I speak on things that I stand by. If everybody could start posting their legacy worth instead of moments and highlight reels, you'll be amazed what life would do for you. It would change because it, it, it changes everything that goes on. Now. You're you know right, what I'm saying? That's, that's why, man, I tell people all the time, I want you to know my name and my worth. 
if you get to meet me in person to see me, you'd be shocked. Like, oh, okay, that's you. You know what I'm saying? But no, man, put your work out there, man. Let's, 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 I'm, I'm just, a lot of things I'm not cool with, man. I'm just not cool with the way I'm seeing our women promoting themselves on social media. That just bothers my soul. And I know it's because I have daughters. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But then guess what? Y'all women is somebody else's daughter. And you, and guess what? One day you're going to want to be somebody's wife. And there's one thing that a man with standards and has a legacy. If he look back and say, everybody can see what my wife is, there's no separation for me. Because I could say this here, if every man gave a woman a wedding ring and he got engaged to a woman that was his one, there's no separation from her. So if we start that and having two households families that's able to stand and work through everything and build a village and not put all your personal business on social media and work through this with each other, bro. And that's personal business with your friends' relationships. If brothers get in arguments, we're not picking up guns. What we're going to do is we're going to put two tables we're going to put two chairs with each other, and we're going to have a conversation. Yeah. Because guess what? Every man wants to go home to somebody that loves him. We got to stop all that violence, bro. Yeah, we got to change it, bro. Yeah, and, 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 and we're doing that now. So, And that's the biggest thing that I want to take off anybody else. I mean, everything else, man, it don't matter. Legacy, man. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you, you, def you definitely like, like me a little bit. Like, yeah, bro. You know, he definitely educated me on a lot today. Yeah, I don't, you know, I tell anybody, you want to talk to me about something, don't talk to me about no clothes, don't talk to me about nothing. Talk to me about your legacy, and if you got kids, that's going to start a 529, get you some life insurance policies, so your kids would not be in a deficit. I had to teach myself that. I'm, I'm learning it myself. Right. So listen, brother, as soon as you get a, a lady and y'all have a child together, as soon as your child get that birth certificate and get that social security number, go start that bank account. And just let it automatically withdraw, man. Start that five two nine, and bro, ride that thing out. So when they get older, they're great. Start your will and your trust, and and, and listen, you could get your will and your trust together now. Cause yeah. make sure you have your bank accounts put together in your will and your trust. So then it don't go to the court system. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And put people on your trust that when that stuff go, they could go and delegate it the way it is, mm -hmm. and you're not in the deficit, bro. Life insurance policies, bro, it's cheap. Yeah. Especially if you think about what the random stuff you already spend the yeah. money on. Right. Well, I just bought these shoes for five years. Hey, man, listen. Well, shit, that's a couple months of life insurance there you could have got, you know. But, no, man, I, I appreciate this, bro. Yeah, brother. But I, you I appreciate know, we gotta, you, bro. We got to continue. Yeah. Keep growing, bro. I got, I got to come to some OTE games. Yeah, definitely come. Hey, man, anybody in Atlanta, man, y'all want to come see the most amazing basketball players of the future of professional sports? Overtime Elite is in the middle of Atlantic Station. Actually, it's the most beautiful unicorn yeah. in the city and in the world. And for all my creators, man, never get up, never give up, and understand that just because your work is not is a highlight reel is not that it's not worth nothing. Everything of art is worth everything, man. And for my brothers, let's stop the killing, man. Let's have conversation as men. Let the egos go for our women. Let's just stop doing all of that. Because at the end of the day, we all want to love somebody and we all want to grow old with somebody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And love everybody, man.
Yeah, bro, hug life. Yeah. That's why I started my nonprofit, exactly. bro, hug life, bro. And also, support my man. He has his turkey drive. I'm going to be there. I hope if I'm in town, but I'm going to buy some turkeys. And I'm going to support you for life, brother, for that. You know what I'm yeah, saying? It's the 10th annual, bro. Yeah. It's my, my mom's favorite look, event. See, and that's hard because his mom was a real one. So guess what? We need everybody to come and do it. And guess what, bro? We don't have to post everything on social media. Do it in the, in the memory of his mom and do it because of the goodness of the universe, bro. And it's all good. Yep. You know what I'm saying? We're going to just hug life, man. The yeah. marathon continues. Yeah, that's hard.